chapters three and four of biography of an american bondman by his daughter by josephine brown this librivox recording is in the public domain chapters three and four chapter three tell the man who dares to barter in his brother's flesh and blood he has broken the high charter of our common brotherhood dr young removed from the interior of missouri when william was thirteen years old to st louis where he purchased a farm of three thousand acres of land within four miles of the city here he employed an overseer named haskell who was scarcely less cruel than cook william however was let out to major freeland an innkeeper in st louis freeland was from virginia and claimed to be one of the aristocracy of the old dominion the major was a horse racer gambler cock-fighter and was occasionally drunk and would then rave about like a madman when in these fits he would take up a chair and throw it at any of the servants who came in his way william had been with freeland but a few weeks when the major tied the young slave up in the smoke-house after whipping him severely and caused him to be smoked with tobacco the boy sneezing coughing and weeping during this fiendish act william ran away and went home and told his master of his ill-treatment by freeland instead of the doctor sympathizing with his nephew he flogged the boy and sent him back to his employer fearing another punishment from the drunken innkeeper william ran away and remained in the woods but there he was not long safe for some negro hunters with their dogs came along and the animals were soon on the scent of the young fugitive who was captured after taking refuge in a tree and again returned to his master major freeland william received another flogging and after being once more smoked was again put to work after remaining with this monster for some months the young and friendless slave boy was hired out as a servant on one of the steamers running between st louis and galena here he was first impressed with a love for freedom as he saw others going from place to place and using the liberty that god endowed every human being with he pined to be as free as those who moved about him being at st louis on the fourth of july william had an opportunity of hearing an oration from the hon thomas hart benton the boy's young heart leaped with enthusiasm as he listened to the burning eloquence of old bullion it is a dangerous thing to permit a slave to hear these july orations it kindles a feeling in favour of freedom which can never be effaced it was so with william we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights and that among these are life liberty and the pursuit of happiness that to secure these rights governments are instituted among men deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed said the senator in concluding his speech and these words quoted from our declaration of independence were indelibly impressed on the heart of this uneducated boy 
in his sleep he dreamed of freedom when awake his thoughts were about liberty and how he could secure it from the moment that william heard the speech of mr benton he resolved that he would be free and to this early determination the cause of human freedom is indebted for one of its most effective advocates at the close of the summer the boy was again taken home to the doctor's plantation and put to work in the field under haskell the overseer the change was so great that william wilted down under the hot sun and the hard work given to him by the driver the poor slave experienced all that the house-servant must go through on being transferred from the cabin of a steamer or the master's mansion to the rough labours of the field End of chapter three chapter four what mothers from their children riven what god's own image bought and sold americans to market driven and bartered as the brutes for gold speculation and mismanagement had so far reduced the doctor's finances that he found himself compelled to sell some of his slaves to repair his affairs and elizabeth william's mother was among the first that were sold william had three brothers who together with his mother were taken to the st louis negro market and sold to the highest bidder the boys were purchased by a slave trader and sent off to the lower country but the mother was more fortunate and became the slave of isaac mansfield a gentleman residing in the city of st louis the last tidings that william had of his brothers was that they had been bought by a planter and sent to his farm on the yazoo river if still living they are lingering out a miserable existence on a cotton sugar or rice plantation in a part of the country where the life of the slave has no parallel in deeds of atrocity nothing can be worse than slavery in louisiana and mississippi on the banks of the noblest river in the world a ride down that beautiful stream on one of the western floating palaces causes one's heart to ache at seeing humanity so degraded the rich plantations waving with green and golden crops of cane are interspersed here and there by a cotton plantation with intervals of untrodden forests hanging over the banks showing nature in her most luxuriant state nothing can exceed the grandeur and beauty of the land thus cursed by the foul system of negro slavery truly may it be said that this outrageous and unnatural institution has monopolized the best soil and finest climate in the new world End of chapter four